0: Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D.
1: My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment.
0: We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. We have made it back, guys, and uh, again, I think we gave up on counting because I'm—we're totally off on... Uh, we're
1: totally off on episodes. We yeah. don't know where we are. I think we're still in San Antonio. Oh my gosh, you're know the where... worst!
0: So today, guys, you know, thanks for coming to hang out with us, and we love that you guys are listening in. We've gotten some good feedback. Don't hesitate to to send out a message to either one of us if you have something that you really want us to talk about. But today, we're going to talk about wrist pain. I know I've had wrist pain. I don't know if you've had it.
1: I I, you know what? I didn't have it until I started hitting Olympic weightlifting a little bit harder this mm. past two months. I got a little bit. Um, but it was... Actually, no. It was a CrossFit workout. I did DT. Do you know what DT Yeah. Yeah. I did all that shit. <laughs> it was and a good time. It was a good time. And my wrists are hurting. But it only hurts if I'm in the front rack too long.
0: Yeah, that's where it more commonly gets injured. Which reminds me, you know, when you when you think about wrist pain, you know, you, you're, you think about you know what hurts you the most or what position is most vulnerable what you kind of said it
1: the most the is being so close is that how it goes is that- i hope not i think it does Actually. <laughs> so you
0: said front rack position what position is your wrist in
1: you're in full extension
0: and so what's going on there why does it hurt
1: when you're in that i mean position? there's gonna be like compression on the Top side. Of your <laughs> hand. Danielle would have said dorsal. I would have, <laughs> but I was like, "Why?" Well, doesn't matter.
0: It's very common for us to have wrist pain there. I can't yeah. tell you how many of my athletes are like, "I can't stay in this position," or you know, "I can't stay in the front rack position because mm-hmm. it really hurts my wrist." And a lot of the times, like I use gymnasts as an example, right? They go in the inverted position, they're in a handstand, and they are constantly putting their wrist into mm-hmm. you know wrist extension, and they've built up that their tolerance to that it's kind of the same thing with wrist i'm sorry with front rack yeah so wrist pain can be not even pain wrist discomfort in that position is just something in my opinion and correct me if i'm wrong it's just something you have to build tolerance to
1: yeah and i think when sometimes uh like when i deal with crossfitters and olympic weightlifters mostly if they have wrist pain typically is because they put too much strain on the wrist too fast sometimes Mm, it's like a mobility issue but you know, I've, I realize that when you have wrist pain or even elbow pain in, a, in an Olympic weight or a CrossFitter, typically that's not the source of their pain. Mm. Um, typically, you know, what they teach us in school is like you got to go look up, up and down the chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when people come in with like wrist or elbow pain, I got to always go back to the shoulder and see what's going on there. Um, Whether there's any like mobility deficits, strength deficits. And I find that most of the time if you have wrist pain, for example, in an overhead squat position and you're holding and your wrist is hurting or you're going into a snatch and you're getting all that pressure on the wrist, I'm like, why? So the the way that I see it is like your wrist is doing too much work and your grip is trying to do too much Mm. because the shoulder is not strong enough to stabilize you in that position.
0: Gotcha. And that makes perfect sense. So, you know, you're still kind of going back to the the key concepts that we learned Mm -hmm. in school, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it makes a lot of sense that if one aspect of the body, especially when you just work up the chain from the wrist, Mm -hmm. I would definitely agree that... If the shoulder isn't firing appropriately, something else has to compensate for that
1: issue. You know, and then, you know, you, we talk about the front rack, right? Mm-hmm. So the front rack is when your elbows are out in front of you, right? And then the weight or the bar is kind of hanging out on your hand, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, most people don't have the mobility in their lats or in their shoulders. Right. As well as their T-spine, mm-hmm. right, that allows that and then puts their, sh- their wrist and so much of that more compression. Right, I'm sorry, more com- extension. More extension which is where your wrist is bent back. Um, so typically is addressing those mobility issues up the chain helps a lot with that wrist pain.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. such a good point. I I've um I, I did a seminar a while back and in it was about maintaining healthy shoulders and mm. one of the big things that a lot of people were kind of like this aha moment was stretching out stretching out their lats, right? Like the prayer stretch where you place your elbows on top of a bench mm-hmm. and you kind of just let your head fall in between your, your mm-hmm. elbows to get a good stretch in through your lats and also promoting T-spine mobility. Those two things really um, opened up some eyes for some of the yeah, athletes. Yeah, like
1: they didn't realize like how they go hand in hand with the right. right?
0: So, you know, it's funny that I, I, probably haven't said it in all those words. Like, yeah, I always tend to go to, yeah, you have to build tolerance to that position. However, I naturally like have primer movements that will help adjust or help, build up into that movement because front rack is, it can be a little challenging if you have a tight t spine if you know you have tight lats etc so everything that i do to build up to a front rack position when i'm working with my athletes involves these exercises mm-hmm. or you know to help prime him so then i'm like well at this point now we're dealing with more of a tolerance issue however You know, something that I could do better about with you bringing it up is, hey, let's look at the shoulder mobility a little bit more and and Mm. see if we can get them in more of a favorable position with elbows higher Mm. and less compression on that, on the wrist. It it makes a lot of sense.
1: Because whenever you're in that front rack, one of the cues that you always, like that I remember always hearing and now I use is like, you want to think about your elbows being lasers out in front of you and they're going straight ahead and you don't want them to drop down, right? So
0: I've also used like chains being tied to the ends of your bones, the ends of your elbow mm. and they're chained to the ceiling so they have to stay uh, up yeah. mm-hmm. so e- the darnest things right
1: yeah the things we come up with sometimes for real mm-hmm.
0: so uh, you know when we continue to talk about the the wrists what are some other common injuries so the injuries? a big
1: one too is the tfcc right mm-hmm. so that's our triangular fibular cartilage well you know what i'm saying <laughs> Car- Tri- complex complex <laughs> yes uh, I think it's
0: cartilaginous
1: complex, cartilaginous triangular, fibro, fibro cartilaginous cartilaginous complex. complex, and right. that's
0: not Googling it,
1: so yeah. feel free to fact check. Fact check, Danielle. She no, likes to Edwin. Google a lot, though. Uh, <laughs> she's the one that made Google into a verb, an action.
0: I'm the one who said, let's Google it.
1: Let's Google. Has it been Googled? Has it been Googled? That's Anyways, good.
0: yeah, TFCC something. I injured that bad boy.
1: Yeah, so mm-hmm. the TFCC is a bunch of ligaments on the pinky side of your wrist, right?
0: <laughs> good choice of words.
1: Uh, so if you really look at your wrist, you can go ahead and take a look at it now as long as you're not driving, then there's sometimes like a bone that pokes out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what people don't realize is if that bone is poking out a little bit too much, then that means you have a lot of laxity within the TFCC. Mm. So those ligaments are very stretched out. So sometimes you lack that stability in the wrist to hold you in a certain position. So if you have a TFCC issue, and you go and you try and go overhead with a movement as a crossfitter, as a barbell athlete, you start getting some wrist pain then there's probably too much laxity there and then you're trying to work on strengthening the wrist at that point because you need more stability not more mobility Mm -hmm. but then things that we usually see people do is because something hurts what do they do they stretch it they
0: lacrosse it they lacrosse (laughs) it
1: they foam roll it they go back to our previous podcast just because it hurts doesn't mean you need to stretch it Word. so um So that's something that you got to think about, especially, you know, I'm working with an athlete right now and he's in the overhead position a lot. Mm -hmm. And when he's in overhead position, the hand obviously has to adjust to the bar. So when you adjust to the bar, your wrist is going to come towards the thumb Mm -hmm. and it stretches on the TFCC, Mm. right? So as it's stretching on the TFCC, he kind of strained, sprained the TFCC and he was having a lot of wrist pain. Um, so all we did was really modify activity. There's also little widgets that you can buy for it, mm-hmm. right, to help you with that stability.
0: And when you mean um, when you mean when you say widgets, are you saying like an actual exercise tool? No, or no, no, no,
1: like a wrist widget. If you look on Amazon, you can typically type wrist widget, oh. and it's a strap that goes around. The I was gonna say
0: a brace typically helps like or some version so of the stability.
1: So you can't just like tape around it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help.
0: I'm gonna look it up right now.
1: So a wrist widget. It uh, what it does, it actually puts. The bony prominence, like, pulls everything up to the bony prominence, uh-huh. and then it stabilizes it. Whereas, like, if you were to just tape the wrist because it feels unstable, uh-huh. um, you're still taping I it, know what you it, mean. You're still taping it in the same position. It almost looks so like it brackets. Doesn't give you, yeah, so it doesn't give you stability. There's a new one that came out on Amazon, actually, with a little hole in it. Oh, uh, okay. And my patient bought it, and it's really helped him out. And oh, I okay. like it a lot better. It feels a lot more stable for, for really? the TCC, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So I think if you keep scrolling, it?
0: I just typed it
1: out, guys. But, uh, if you're not
0: driving, like you pointed out, you can Google this wrist go widget. On it is on Amazon.
1: No, it's not. You're on oh. Google. Oh well, it says oh, Amazon. Oh, oh. I hate you. Anyways, <laughs> so um, I'm just there's t- uh, specific ways to tape for the TFCC, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where you're pulling the wrist up towards that bone that's popping up to create that stability, mm-hmm. but you never completely wrap around the wrist. You just do like a U wrap.
0: So it's not like I mean the the intent behind that and that's kind of how we typically tape like for example I will use soccer players. They don't necessarily need stabilization, but their wrist hurts mm-hmm. uh, whenever they you know, get tackled or something and they try and break their fall with their hand behind their... Mm-hmm. When they're trying to break their fall with their hand, they tend to have TFCC issues. This this is the brace that we use. And what we're doing with the tape it is just basically creating that same type of apparatus that mm-hmm. this wrist widget does. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes.
0: The one with the O in it?
1: Yeah, the one with the it's O. It's not even there. Yeah, it was here. Oh, oh he found it. Yep. It's called bullseye, bullseye Brace. Bullseye Brace, yeah, for the TFCC. Well, I got to try that That's It's probably. really cool. Yeah, try it out. Yeah. It's I a little mean, bit It's like 10 bucks more than the other one. But for an athlete, I feel like that one worked better for my Olympic weightlifter, whereas the other one was more like someone that has pain there for mm. everyday activity, like typing or lifting something, right? Like while you're at the house. You're saying that this one is... More favorable to I think so, the, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's And I tried it on just to see what it felt like, and yeah. I the way that feels. Bullseye
0: brace. Bullseye. For those of you guys that have that issue on the pinky side of your wrist, check out the bullseye brace. The other one is it called the wrist widget. That I mean, they're both on Amazon, so maybe mm-hmm. Amazon will send us some for free. For
1: free. Give them some promo. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Mm. We would do it, too. We sure would. <laughs> uh, so, you know, guys, that's kind of how... It, you know, What we... That's how we would treat it. We didn't even really talk too much about treatment, but you meant we talked about the common injury to mm-hmm. it or to the wrist. Uh, and you actually did highlight just a little bit of how you treat the wrist, right? Mm-hmm. Rest or modify the activities, what you activity. mentioned.
1: Yeah, uh, modify the activity. For example, go back to CrossFit Olympic Weightlifter. It's usually like if they're having TFCC issues, anything wider grip, even pulling from the ground like a deadlift, mm-hmm. and like they're going for like a snatch deadlift, mm-hmm. sorry, uh well their wrist is kind of like in that stretch position on the outside or towards the pinky so everything that we modified his lifting to where he could stay active was more narrow gotcha so more of a narrow grip but then we did a lot of we've been doing a lot of kettlebell upside down work like lo- loading like, it like grip mm-hmm. nice working grip working stability rotation supination right rotating gotcha. the wrist back and forth with a kettlebell stuff like that just to create that stability within the wrist
0: How long do you foresee working with someone that, you know, I come to you today, I I fell taking a charge, injured uh, injured the pinky side of my wrist, what type of time frame am I looking at before I can get back to, uh, let's just
1: say, barbell work? Well, I think just like everything else, it depends, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always that. Like if it depends, if it's truly just muscular or ligamentous like that then mm-hmm. you're looking like at that four to s- four six week time frame now if always I have, a good rule of thumb right and then if i like if i have because there could be wrist pain can also just be caused by nerve mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. you have a lot of nerve tension numbness tingling stuff like that then that may take a little bit longer sometimes right. you foresee it maybe two months um sometimes maybe a little bit longer just depends on what you're dealing with um but that's the typical time frame. I mean, this guy was truly just TFCC. And within two weeks, I had him back to lifting. Nice. But just modifying his lifts right. and decreasing the load. Because now, like you talked about, we need to work on loading tolerance.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, when you highlight that, and the wrist, really quick, you talk about the, the, not even the wrist widget, but the wrist brace apparatus. Mm. Uh, is that something that you recommend or that is recommended to wear 23 hours out of the day or just when they're doing an activity? Um. It depends. <laughs> oh, so for me, you know, if I, if like uh, boxing, right? Mm. I do a lot with uh, uh, athletes that box, yeah. boxers, and they're typically going to be. Yes. No. <laughs> uh, they, athletes, the people who punch. <laughs> They have wrist pain, right? And a lot of the times it's more bone, right? Yeah. So with that, I'd have them wear an actual stabiliz a stabilization brace, and they'd have to be in that twenty three hours out of the day because mm-hmm. we're trying to heal
1: mm-hmm. the
0: actual bone. So there's, you know, that's kind of where I'm coming out with yeah, you. Yeah. If we're dealing more with the musculo tendon junction, i.e. the TFCC, mm-hmm. you say it depends. Is it, you know, are you leaning more towards this activity? And as long as they don't have any pain outside so, of their activity, they shouldn't. They don't need to wear it.
1: So initially. Uh, I believe like wearing it more often mm. right than not um for for example this guy was even having pain like just flicking the laundry into the dryer Oof, right yeah. so that's a lot of pain. like that's a lot of like flick of the wrist yeah right? yeah yeah and <laughs> isn't that a song <laughs> it is it good is. job and then so uh so i told him you know wear it throughout the day to start then eventually like don't wear it throughout the day and only wear it during activity then the goal mm. would be to like work on l- wrist loading without the brace when you feel comfortable gotcha right but there's no actual time frame i mean if he at the end of the day right like we've had injuries like i still play basketball and i wear my ankle braces they're minimal ankle braces but i still wear them when i play Mm -hmm. just because for me i feel more comfortable yeah do i really need them no but like if someone feels more comfortable because they've had an injury then like hey like if that helps you stay active continue to wear it
0: i agree and I, i think i always joke and i might have told you this like if you put a string and you tie it around your index finger right and it you all of a sudden feel better. Mm -hmm. You're not doing anything. You're not doing any harm to your body. You feel like you can do more, right? There's Mm -hmm. within reason. What I'm speaking to is if by you wearing this brace is not impeding your, your mechanics, you're able to to continue to be active by all means do it. You're talking to the ankle braces. We're speaking to the wrist brace. Mm -hmm. So if you feel better wearing it, you know, are we saying it's an okay thing to do? That's yeah. a question. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, there's like some yeah. braces, for example, like you know, this is a different topic. We can pr- probably touch on it next time. Is the ACL brace? Mm-hmm. Do you need to wear it every day? Right. I'm gonna say right off the bat, no. Yeah. <laughs> Do not wear that thing. That's my personal preference. Yeah. And then you know, some people are like, hey, I just feel more confident with it.
1: That's that's definitely something we can talk about next time. Is braces? Yeah. Let's talk about braces. When to wear them, when not. What's the goal? I think that'd be a go good topic. There. That yep. Sounds good, perfect. Well, um, again, if you ever need any wrist pain, think about what we talked about today, yep. Uh, and then slowly kind of work your activity level as you feel comfortable. But if you ever need any help, we're here. Yes, come contact us, guys. And don't forget to reach out to us. Uh, we both have
0: our social media contact info in the actual link, right? Yeah, yeah, we should we have should it be there. there. Also,
1: if there's any PTs out there that want to know how we treat, Patients on certain things Mm -hmm. that'd be a good thing to talk about as well. Oh, for sure. So talk to the PT, physical trainers, athletic trainers, anything. Typical process. I think that'd be something good uh, for us to kind of nerd out about.
0: Oh, for sure. All right, guys, have a good one. Take it easy. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Doctor D and
1: Doctor Serrano. Where Where you you come come first. first.